Aloha and welcome to the Experience of a Lightworker, podcasting from beautiful Honolulu, Hawaii. I'm your host, Andrea Light, and this is the place to get tuned in to high vibes and explore the other side. Aloha and welcome back. Today I want to share how Stephen and I met and how his mother Judy, who passed away exactly one year earlier, may have been instrumental in bringing us together. Later in the podcast, I'll share how I connected with Judy through mediumship. Stephen's mother was originally from the Netherlands. She had been a violinist with the Amsterdam Youth Symphony and was a child psychologist. When Stephen was three years old, his family moved to the U.S., Judy was a spiritual person, and I often think how lovely it would have been to have known her in life. My mom was indeed deeply spiritual and led a meditation group in the last few decades of her life here in Honolulu. Her spiritual name was Devi Gata. While she enjoyed life and loved being a mother to her three children, she often told me that this was her last reincarnation because life on earth was too difficult. This conviction was motivated by traumatic experiences during World War II. She also told me more than once that after she passed, she would watch over us. On Monday, October 10th, 2011, the one-year anniversary of my mother's passing, I was motivated to climb up Cocoa Head to meditate and feel closer to the Universal Spirit. On this day, I too was drawn to Cocoa Head, and my six-year-old son and I headed out to find a geocache near the trailhead. Stephen and I both came from loveless marriages, and in the months leading up to our fateful meeting, I had been daydreaming about meeting someone I could really resonate with, someone who spoke the same love language. The afternoon we met was sunny with wispy high clouds, and my son and I were just off the trail on the southeast coast of Oahu signing a geocache log. Geocaching is a treasure hunting game that utilizes your location via the GPS receiver in smartphones. As we were putting the container back together and rehiding it, I heard a male voice behind me ask, Are you geocaching? Instantly, I felt a magnetic draw towards that voice. My world slowed down, and I felt this overwhelming connection to this voice. I knew that I knew this man without seeing him. I turned to look at him and saw this tall, handsome guy in sunglasses and a white baseball cap. I remember thinking, I don't know this guy, but I know that I know him. I recognized his energy, his presence, his voice. I was drawn to make conversation and we ended up hiking together that day and numerous times during the ensuing weeks. On November 11th, 2011, I invited Stephen to meet me at the Makapu'u Lighthouse Trail to search for a geocache. Off the trail and behind some trees, I decided to kiss Stephen, and in that kiss was this energetic resonance. I knew that this is the man I'm supposed to be with. 
At the time, I was unfamiliar with angel numbers. I didn't even identify as a spiritual person. However, subsequently, I came across angel numbers and discovered that the day we first met and the day we kissed were both spiritually powerful days. The angel number for the day we met on October 10, 1010, calls on you to understand that change is coming this time, not only for the better, but it will positively impact your life in ways you could never imagine. You are being called to become more patient, stay positive, and continue to walk towards your divine purpose. I found this information on sarahscoop.com and have placed a link in the show notes. The angel number for the day we kissed on November the 11th, 2011, 11, 11, 11, is symbolic of new beginnings. Angel number 11, 11, 11 is one of the most positive angel numbers in existence and signifies good things are coming. If you meet someone who meets your heart's true desires and shares your inner beliefs, then you are in a good place. The meaning of number 111111 is that spiritual beings and celestial beings in the divine order are directing you to positive things and special significance. Boy, oh boy, was this true. These two dates are hugely significant in my life. I believe that this period of time saw me shift from a path that I was on where I was doing very good work and helping people. I felt really good about what I was doing, but these two dates helped me shift to a completely different path, a path that led to my spiritual awakening, a path that opened my mind to universal energy and to an understanding that we are all connected vibrationally. That's a very salient point. We are energetic beings and we are all connected energetically. And on the day that I very first met Stephen, and on the day that I kissed him, I felt that amazing, energetic connection. It was undeniable. One soul recognizing another. I had a powerful deja vu moment the afternoon we first kissed. The sun was streaming through Andrea's hair as she moved her face towards mine. And I was stunned that I had experienced this exact moment before in a lucid dream years earlier. That experience confirmed for me my conviction that I was lost in this new love. My mother was respectful of Hawaiian folklore, which holds that after a person's passing, the soul will remain in the earthly realms for one year to fulfill their obligations. Then on the one-year anniversary of passing, the soul crosses over to the higher realms from a point called Soul's Leap. Each Hawaiian island has a unique Soul's Leap, 
On Oahu, Soul's Leap is the huge block of volcanic rock located at Kaena Point, the most northwestern end of our island. My intuition tells me that Judy brought us together on the one-year anniversary of her passing, prior to her leap into the universal consciousness, as a manifestation of her love for us. In life, I know my mother would have adored Andrea, and vice versa. My soul's instant energetic resonance with Stephen's voice, meeting on the one-year anniversary of Judy's passing, the spiritually powerful angel numbers, soul's leap, a mother's farewell wish for her son's happiness, it all stacks up to convincing evidence that Judy, in spirit, was involved in connecting us. Fast forward to October 24th, 2021. I had been reading about mediumship and told Stephen I wanted to try to connect with his mother. I then asked Stephen to please come up with three questions I could ask his mom. Three questions that only she and Stephen would know the answers to. The first question I came up with was, when I went off to college, my mom gave me a notebook. What was in it? Looking at my journal, I indicated Stephen had said it was a notebook with references. I closed my eyes and asked my guides to bring Judy in and felt an energy arrive. In my mind, I asked Stephen's question and immediately saw a mixing bowl and a whisk to the right of the mixing bowl. I then heard and saw the word cookbook, then seconds later heard and saw the word recipes. I stopped at that point and excitedly told Stephen it was a cookbook. Absolutely correct. It was quite remarkable. The notebook contained a set of simple recipes for the dishes my mother used to make us for dinner. Question number two was, when I was in middle school, my mother, who was in graduate school, took me to the University of Washington one day. What was the purpose? I closed my eyes and immediately felt this huge burst of pride and love in my heart. I felt as if my chest physically expanded. To physically and emotionally feel Judy's love for Stephen was awe-inspiring. A truly powerful love. Seconds later, I heard and saw the word, test. Yes, this was right on. When my mother was in graduate school in psychology, she brought me in one day to administer an IQ test as part of her course. There was a one-way mirror in the exam room, and her classmates watched the progress from the other side. It's fascinating how Andrea picked up on my mother's feelings, which ring true to me. She was really proud when my test results came back. Question number three. I told Andrea that my mother had won a trophy when I was in elementary school and to ask my mom to say what it was for. This question caused anxiety because I thought it was a trick question since I never knew Judy to be an athlete or involved in any activity involving trophies. Nonetheless, I closed my eyes and instantly saw the word bowling in Bowling Alley font. However, I didn't trust it and continued to wait for more messages. None came. I then hesitantly told Stephen I had seen the word bowling. 
That's right, my mom won a trophy for bowling a split. That is, she managed to knock down two pins that were left standing on opposite sides of the alley with one ball. I love sharing that experience, and it still blows me away. If you're wondering how I came into mediumship, I may have been born with natural gifts or developed them as a result of a severe physical injury I experienced when I was seven years old. An injury involving intense pain and suffering where I was without medical help for over 10 hours. So it was because of my chaotic childhood that I was unable to focus on my abilities until later in life. Once I got into meditation and became proficient, I noticed my psychic gifts sharpen. I was also working with a psychologist to overcome depression and anxiety, emotional artifacts of my childhood brought on by severe complex PTSD. My doctor used EMDR therapy, an acronym that stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. It was a combination of five months of EMDR therapy and my independent healing work involving Reiki and meditation that led me to heal all of those traumas from so long ago. If you're interested in developing your psychic senses, I highly recommend you work on any unresolved traumas and heartbreaks. See a professional for EMDR therapy and talk therapy check out Reiki therapy, and get into meditation. I have since discovered sound healing, another healing modality that's definitely worth checking out. I've been attending sound healings with Wayne Bow and Kaimi at the High Vibe Tribe in Honolulu. I'll post a link to the High Vibe Tribe, and if you're outside of Hawaii, you can check out these sound healing sessions live every Saturday at 8.15 p.m. Hawaii time on Facebook. These sessions remain posted on the High Vibe Tribe's Facebook page, so be sure to check it out, and if able, donate $5-$10 for Rainbow and Kaimi's efforts. By doing this work, you will help heal yourself and raise your vibrations while raising the vibrations of the collective. So be sure to tune in for more breathtaking, energetic experiences with the other side. I'm excited to share my profound, energetic experiences with spirit and look forward to bringing on guests who want to share their own spiritual experiences. If you've had a spiritual experience and want to share, please see the show notes for contact information. It's time that we start looking at this phenomenon more seriously. I will submit to any scientific studies out there to help prove that there is a reality beyond what we can see. So join me on this exciting journey. Let's explore together and raise our vibrations and the vibrations of the collective. Mahalo Nui Loa for listening. Peace, love, and light.